Welcome to the Zen Stoic Path. I'm your host, Victor Pierantoni, and in this episode, we're going to be discussing the path. So you have this compelling vision. You have this thing that is truly pulling at you and creating inspiration in the best of ways, and you know exactly what it is that you want to create. The next question is, how do I get there? How do I create my life in such a way that actually allows me to get to this reality, that actually allows me to achieve those meaningful milestones so that I eventually create this result and become the person that I seek to become. And so we cover the path. Now the path is how we actually plan this goal out. It's how we get ourselves to a place of resourcefulness. Because oftentimes the reason why people are going to essentially fail at a goal or they're going to give up at a goal is not because of a lack of resources, but rather a lack of resourcefulness. And so what's really important to discuss in this part of the of the actual goal setting is the empowerment theme. Now, it's really important for us to be empowered because when we think about the goals that we want to set, it is important that we're coming from a place of empowerment when we create our roadmap, because when we come from empowerment, we're going to get very resourceful as to focusing on what we already control and focusing on what we already do have in this context that we're trying to achieve this goal in. So most of the time, the reason why people will fail their goals or they will give up on their goals is they typically give away their power. And there's three ways in which we give away our power. The first way is we give our power away to circumstances. Circumstances look like a variety of things. It could be the amount of time on your calendar that you perceive you have. It could be the amount in your bank account. It could be current events. It could be the economy. It could be what's going on in social media. What's the latest story? These are all circumstances that people can often defer their power to. They'll say, I can't do this goal because I don't have the money, because I don't have the time, because X event is going on right now in the world. Anytime we do this, we're giving our power away to circumstances. The second place that we can give away our power is we can give our power away to other people. Well, if I do this, then what would so-and-so think? Or what would my parents think? Or my, my family wants me to do this one thing, but I want to do something completely different. When we give our power away to people, when we blame others, or we say, I'll never succeed because this person broke my heart in this way, or because this, this business partner burnt me so bad that I can't trust anyone anymore. Anytime we're doing that, anytime we're blaming other people, what we're doing is we're giving our authority and our power away to others. We're saying, quite literally, this person controls me in the way that I make decisions. So we're giving that power away, which is going to make it nearly impossible for us to actually create and actualize our goals. Remember, the whole purpose of goals is to set ourselves free. So it's important that we understand this idea of empowerment and set ourselves free from the beginning by bringing our power back to ourselves, by taking responsibility. And remember, the word responsibility, when you break it down, is responsibility. It is the ability to respond to the world around you. And we are able to respond more so based on the amount of power that we're able to harness within ourselves. If we continuously give it away by blaming other things outside of us, that's when we become powerless to make decisions. We become powerless to actually achieve the goal. So it's important that we don't cast blame away because that is just us casting our power away. Now, an important distinction here around responsibility is responsibility and fault do not mean the same thing. Fault is something happens that is not your, not in your control. Essentially, imagine that you host a gathering in your home and somebody comes over and they knock down a potted plant and it smashes on the floor and dirt goes everywhere and you got a whole bunch of ceramic pieces everywhere and then they leave. 
what a jerk. And so was that your fault? No. Now, some people who are obsessed with this idea of extreme ownership might be like, of course it's your fault. You invited that person. It's like, all right, relax. That's, <laughs> that's not what I mean. It was not your fault because it happened outside of your control. This person knocked this down and then left, but it happened inside of your home. So it is your responsibility to do something about it. So oftentimes the things that hold us back from creating the path to actually achieving our dream is we blame things on the past. We hold on to things. We hold on to things that are not our fault, but because they happened in our lives, they are our responsibility to change it. We can't control what has happened or what people have done to us in the past, but we can control how we respond to it. And we do that by bringing our power back. And the third thing that we give our power away is falsehoods about the self. Now this looks like self-blame, right? I can't do it because I'm not good at X. I'm not good at this skill set, or I can't do it because I, I, I'm not consistent or anything that you say about yourself that is disempowering. I'm a, this type of person that's not going to actually allow you to make any moves on the goals that you have for yourself. Because ultimately what we're doing is we're entertaining narratives or falsehoods about ourselves that are completely disempowering and causing us to cast our power away into the narrative, into something that is not even true about ourselves. So going on the path, it is important to remember to bring your power back to yourself. If you find yourself blaming other people, you find yourself blaming circumstances, you find yourself beating yourself up and talking down to yourself, bring that power back, take responsibility, and remember that you are at the cause of your life. You are the one who is in control of what you decide and how you interpret the world. So onto the path. This is how we actually achieve our goals. So this is also an acronym. So the P is for possible actions. So the idea here is to write down all of the possible actions that you could take in order to achieve this goal. This is really and truly a brainstorming session where you are getting all of the ideas out of your head and onto paper. Don't worry about whether or not you think they're going to work or you think that they're actually something that is useful for you. That's not the point of this. The point is to get everything out of your head and onto paper. The reason being is because when we keep stuff in our head, it gets distorted, it gets generalized, it gets certain information gets deleted. We start to, again, entertain some of the stories that we have in our, our, in our minds. And it feels like we're going through all these mental loops. So instead of doing all that, Take everything that's in your mind and bring it down onto paper. Reflect it down onto the paper so that you can see it out in front of you. And keep in mind that the possible actions is an ongoing process, right? This is not a to-do list. Think of it as a menu of options of things that you can choose from, things that you can try, things that you can experiment with. So think about all the possible actions. The A is to assess the obstacles. So this is actually one of my favorites here. And this is the part that I was saying before is a little confronting, but in an empowering way. So when you assess the obstacles, one thing that is important to remember, there is the idea of the obstacles, the way Ryan holiday wrote a book on it. Marcus Aurelius would talk about it in meditations where he said the impediment to action advances action. What stands in the way becomes the way. And this is the idea of the obstacle being the way. Now I used to think that this was just some philosophically uplifting thing to say, but the reality is, is that by having a goal of something that is truly important to you, that is going to cause you to grow beyond who you are, what that's going to do is it's going to confront you with the limitations that you may have placed on yourself. It's going to show you where you are not yet free. So when you set a goal, we are actually unconsciously calling in obstacles because the obstacles 
show us where we are not yet free within ourselves. And they show up in people, they show up in circumstances, they show up in all kinds of ways to show us where we're not yet free. How do you know you're running into an obstacle? Anything that triggers you or makes you feel like uh, you're not going to be able to accomplish this goal. Anything that makes you feel like you're being deterred from the goal or make you, making you feel like this goal isn't right for you, even though you aligned your intentions initially. So anytime stuff like this comes up, it is just an obstacle. And these obstacles are not deterrents. They're not telling you that this goal isn't right for you. They're showing you that this is what you currently are. Are you going to respond to the obstacle in the same way that you always have, con reconfirming your identity? Or are you going to change the way that you interact with the obstacle? Are you going to overcome the obstacle and impose a new identity? When we do that, we set ourselves free a little more each time because these obstacles are the way it's the friction that we create with life so that we're able to grow into who we need to be. So assessing the obstacles, asking yourself, what obstacles might I unconsciously be calling in? And when you ask yourself this, what this is going to do is this is going to help you to actually extract your limiting beliefs that you might not even know that you have, right? Things like, oh, well, I might run into the obstacle of not having anyone to talk to if I'm going to sell something for my business, right? There's limiting belief in there. And limiting belief might be something along the lines of, I don't know how to prospect or people aren't going to be interested in this. And as you are able to extract those limiting beliefs, you can actually get rid of those. And upon getting rid of those, you're actually able to make yourself more effective in the pursuit of that goal. And there are ways of getting rid of limiting beliefs that exist at the unconscious level. This is actually something that we're going to be talking about at the Quantum Liberation Experience, which is an event that we're going to be doing at the end of the summer in August. And this event is designed specifically to help a person rid themselves of all their emotional debt, rid themselves of all of those unconscious obstacles that are based on limiting decisions because we take everyone through a process where they're able to truly let go of their past, truly let go of the limiting decisions so that they no longer show up in the reality reality as roadblocks when it comes to their goals. So if you're interested in that, send me a DM on Instagram with the word liberation, and I'll make sure that you get the info for it. Anyway, on with the episode. So assessing the obstacles is going to be really important because when you do so, it'll reveal to you all of the limiting beliefs that you might have within yourself that you may not realize. And this is a really enlightening experience. When you can see what limits you, when you can see the stories that you tell yourself that are not actually true, it is a breath of fresh air because now you are clear on exactly what it is that you need to get rid of. And you're clear on the exact things that are going to, going to get in your way so you can approach them with a sense of preparedness rather than being shocked or being surprised when they come up. The T is to take inventory of your assets. Now this is another take on focusing on what you can control or desiring from having, like we talked about in the first part. Now, Taking inventory of your assets is asking yourself, what resources, skills, or strengths do I already possess that will be relevant and helpful to me in the context of this goal? This is a really important exercise because when you realize all this stuff, you think about the resources that you already do have. You think about the things that you already can control. You think about the strengths that you can leverage in this situation. The other question that you want to ask for taking inventory of your assets is, who do I know that can, that can help me with this goal? Who do I know that has done this before that can support me? Who do I know that is an expert in this that I can ask questions of? Asking yourself these questions allows you to reach into your network and ask for guidance, ask for help. It is important to remember that nobody is self-made, right? People might talk about that story, but nobody's actually self-made. There are people involved in the accomplishment of these goals. So 
feel free to ask your network, feel encouraged to talk to people, to ask for support, to ask for help. You don't have to do this alone. Take inventory of the assets that you have. Think about the relationships that you have, the people that are in your life and think about too, how good it feels when you get to help somebody with something that you're good at. Now give that gift to someone else by asking for support in this goal. Take inventory of your assets. What are the resources, skills, uh, people, strengths that I have? What are all the things that are already existing in my life that I can, I can leverage to help me actualize this goal and become the person that I want to be? And lastly is the H. The H stands for habits for success. So when we think about habits for success, we want to think about what are all the daily actions, the daily habits that will move me in the direction of actually creating my goal. Now, the reason why the habits for success are so important is because these are the little bricks that you're laying every single day to actually build the structure of this reality. So we want to know what those habits are because when you know what your habits are for each day and you can use a tool like a habit tracker, you're actually able to make sure that you're making progress each and every day and that you're doing the exact things that are needed in order to actually achieve the goal that you've set for yourself. Now, this is important because it tells you literally what to do each day to actually create this goal. And some goals might not have too many habits. Some have a little more than others, but it's important to ask yourself, what habits could I do each day that will actually move me closer to this goal, right? So if it's a fitness goal, one of the habits could be drinking a certain amount of water every day, like maybe drinking 64 ounces of water every day. And you can make that a habit. And that can be one of the habits or going for a walk every day, uh, making sure that I show up to the gym every day. So what are the habits for success? And if you're looking for any resources or more knowledge on how to use habits and how to build habits effectively, I highly, highly recommend Atomic Habits by James Clear. That book is fantastic when it comes to building a sense of habits. And actually, he has a bunch of free resources on tools and, and all kinds of stuff to track your habits. So if you're looking for a little bit more of that, I would definitely recommend that book. But having those habits for success is really important because it's going to tell you what to do each day so that you don't feel lost. And instead, you feel really focused. You feel really empowered and that you know that you're making progress each time you execute on one of those habits. So that's the path. The P is for possible actions, A is to assess the obstacles, T is take inventory of your assets, and H is habits for success. This is how I teach goals to all of my students, all of my clients, and this is how we're able to create mind-blowing results is because this really focuses your energy into a container that keeps you accountable, that keeps you in integrity, and this is the way in which we're able to set goals in a way that is full spectrum, that allows us to become more than we are and to ultimately become more and more liberated with each goal that we set. So if this is something that you'd like more help with or you'd like an experience of actually going through with guidance, then join us at the Quantum Liberation Experience that's happening at the end of August. Simply send me the DM, Liberation, and I'll make sure that you get the info on that event.